This is Jeffrey Aaron, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. This is something to listen to and possibly share at CNS Partnership. It's about a conference that just happened in Geneva with Fiat. It involves people that are going to be at CNS Partnership in Phoenix. And they talked about things at this gathering, as you'll hear, that are very germane to conversations that are going to take place this week in Phoenix. Sorry I can't publish it. We're down with COVID. Sorry I can't be there. Even more sorry that I can't be there, but them's the breaks. But this is something we think, if you listen to it, might take 10 minutes or so. You might share it, CNS Partnership. I'm looking at a picture of Glenn Hughes, the Tiaka DG, DeWitt Wobeshet, the chairperson of Fiat Air Freight Institute, Brendan Sullivan, the head of cargo at IATA, and Andrea Tang, an international trade lawyer at the uh, Fiat headquarters session in Geneva on May 18th. Now look, I've been at odds looking for a happy ending or for at least something as a tangible result since the only Fiat fellow in the world, that's me, and that group's 96-year history delivered a keynote address in Dublin in 2016 during the signing of the deal between IATA and Fiat that was supposed to make the peace between the airlines and the world's largest organized freight forwarder group. Well, that didn't happen. The deal sort of fell apart as far as can be seen. But something maybe just as good did as need might have been created by what can be described loosely as a force of nature. Some top flight airline industry executives that were tied up with IATA at one time or another were participating in the Fiat headquarters session event held in Geneva. Glenn Hughes, former head of cargo at IATA and now DG at Tiaka, and Brendan Sullivan, today's head of cargo at IATA, were front and center and very much a part of the conversation that included what's new and maybe what's next post-COVID for airlines and forwarders. Here's the point. Both of these gentlemen, as I mentioned at the top, will be front and center in Phoenix. All this week is Cargo Network Services meetings for its annual partnership conference. So what can we expect to hear in terms of looking ahead? Might be interesting to preview here. Sorry I can't print it. Lost my printing department and my makeup department. It's just blasted our publishing company pretty hard. But the copy will be coming in a couple of days. But down is not out. Our podcast, Flying Talkers, that you can listen to right now, delivers a word picture hitting some main points from their sessions at Fiat Geneva last week. Try it. Listen. It's me. The text is sonorous and excited. As it's said, time flies when you're having fun. We'll have it right after this. Once again, welcome to today's Flying Talkers. We're glad you're here. We're glad we're anywhere. We'll be back right after this.
Flying Talkers, brought to you today by the people of ATC. From Frankfurt, Germany to the world, with offices open everywhere, ATC is the reliable general services and sales agent, GSSA, for top-rated customer satisfaction. If your airline is delivering service excellence, chances are ATC represents them somewhere. There's no secret sauce here. ATC's extraordinary expertise and service ethic harkens back to a time when results-driven cargo executives were the product of a lifetime of best practices and great training. So contact ATC, One World, One Great Air Cargo GSSA. ATC Aviation can be contacted at atc.aviation.com and tell them Flying Talker sent you. That's atc-aviation.com. On May 18th, Dawit Wobeshet, the Ethiopian chairperson of the Fiata Air Freight Institute, introduced the themes of his session. Business recovery, e-commerce, digitalization, COVID, etc., and the pre-loading advanced cargo information that's PLASI hosting a high-level of speakers. James Hookham, Secretary General, GSF, Glenn Hughes, Director General Tiaka, Brendan Sullivan, Global Head of Cargo at IATA, and Courtney Robinson of ICAO, they gathered in Geneva or participated from remote at the first face-to-face reunion of the FIATA community after the FIATA World Congress in Cape Town was held in 2019. Sadly, due to COVID restrictions, it hadn't been possible for the most ethnicity and gender vary global assembly and transport and logistics to meet in person since the autumn of 2019. FIATA is the largest organization in freight transport in the world, with one continent missing, Antarctica. Freight forwarders deal with shipments in all modes of transport, but are principal facilitators of air freight, and without their contribution, there would be little on our tables and in our homes. Familiar faces, dear friends were there, still in a smaller number than usual if you count the participants at the -the state-of-the-art Geneva Convention Center, but really in larger numbers if you consider the remotely connected participants with a hybrid format that deployed three-plus days of stimulating and at times even emotional convention. It was like a refreshing spring shower after a long drought. The expression on the faces of Ivan Petrov, Fiat's president, and Basil Peterson, his immediate predecessor, is now on the Fiat website, leave no doubt on this point. The smooth and flawless operation of the Fiat headquarters team in Geneva, who admittedly met its own membership base face-to-face for the first time after the move from Zurich, and 
if you hadn't been there a million years, was perceptible and contributed to the spotless hybrid mode discussion. That is, in our view, a feature Fiat can be very proud of. The usual report on six months' activities was read briefly, and it took note of the changes intervened in the air cargo program in the meantime, including those registered at the 83rd session of IFCC, where items of interest had been submitted to IATA for consideration. Training centers, activities, and blockchain tools, as well as the new ICAO FIATA agreement on training, were mentioned. Then, a series of online polls started and ignited a lively and open debate, which kept a reasonable balance between cliché and insightful thinking about future trends. The discussion was ignited by the following question. What is the most important lesson learned for the air freight industry from the COVID-19 pandemic over the past two years? The panel instantly noted FIATA members' replies captured by interactive ICT tools. Glenn Hughes said, these guys have all the answers, end quote, mentioning the keywords emerging from the poll. Brendan Sullivan contended that, quote, cooperation is the keyword, that's end quote. They both reflected on how do we take lessons learned forward from there and, quote, probably there will be a new, rather different situation than the new normal. The global economy seems to start evolving more rapidly than ever, end quote, were statements that passed unchallenged. As I said, the debate was interesting and informative, but I have to warn the listener that this is not a five-minute browse. I recommend reading on, into, or anywhere you could find these documents. They're very worthwhile. The details of the interactions among the exceptional panel of speakers and their inspirational thoughts. I must also state that I tried to capture the debate with best intentions and my approach has been to actually repeat some of the statements made by the distinguished panelists. James Hookham expressed the view, does not surprise me, recovery is bound to happen. The trading environment needs more cooperation, as shippers and forwarders are noting, not only in maritime, but also in air cargo. How much passenger flow is going to come back so that the capacity of the belly hole can return was the open question. No undisputable answers instantly available. Can the speakers reflect on what happened in the last two years was the unavoidable following question from the chair. Courtney Robertson replied, there are two big trends, digitalizations in its second year now with contactless and multimodal exchange of documents. There's also a regulatory side that needs to be developed. So a task force to work with aviation community has been established. Brandon Sullivan affirmed that air cargo continues to be an industry where there is a lot of change and challenge. Quote, digitalization will help us in many areas, such as security with a view to sharing the SC process information. Fuel is and will still be a challenge. Domestic travel is coming back. In 2023, there is expectation to go past 2021 figures. But internationally, Brendan said, it will only happen in 2025. Air Cargo has shown it can adapt extremely quickly. End quote. Glenn Hughes sounded extremely happy to be back at Fiat in his new function. Quote, what a pleasure to be back here with you guys. We do not do enough 
for thanking people in the industry. Freight forwarders were moving PPDs, struggling with something nobody knew. By 2025, cargo will probably be over 25% the level of 2019. So the role of the freighter is going to be crucial going forward, end quote. He then asked a daring question that three years earlier would have sounded taboo. Shall airlines fly people in future where the cargo needs to move? That's his question, asking for regulations to support also cargo, not only passengers. He said cargo needs different regulatory rules than passenger, and going forward, we need to look at it, end quote. And he continued, I love numbers and comparative values of tourism and cargo, $850 billion were spent to promote airborne tourism, but cargo was eight times as valuable and yet we see no ads and videos. In future, Glenn Hughes said, we need to make known that the value of air cargo helps economics prosper. I don't know about you, Glenn Hughes in a hall of freight forwarders, a big freight forwarder gathering, big major gathering after like almost three years of no contact, this terrible pandemic, in front of this hall saying, in future we need to make known the value of air cargo helps economies prosper. I just love that. I think that's just terrific. This concept ran deep into the hearts of the freight forwarding community in that hall and online. James Hookham observed for the shippers that the ability and the speed to react to the pandemic was phenomenal and noticeable. He said the responsiveness of the regulatory environment was also unprecedented and a tribute on how IATA responded should be made, he concluded. The chair Then ask one more crucial question. How can we help regions in this transition? For organizations deeply regionalized and yet united as both FIATA and IATA are, this is a topic second to none. Glenn observed that, quote, we must recognize that COVID is not over yet and in some parts of the world are going to be disrupted for some more time. We should be flexible to adapt and avoid expecting a uniform recovery. Elements of disruption become more numerous and fragmented, so we need to use flexibility. Stress is still inevitable, end quote. In reality, flexibility was indeed the so far overlooked and first in line keyword submitted through the uh, FIATA polls on the subject. However, Brendan Sullivan contended that we need a harmonized approach in the regulatory approach, and that is still a challenge. Forwarders and airlines move vaccines and other crucial products. Our picture has changed in a way that reconnecting some areas to the rest is no easy task. In leveling the inequalities and keeping the UNSDG in sight, the rank of the values at play may vary. So then the chairman asked about the next generation. Glenn registered that air cargo is in the same boat as other businesses. There's a scarcity of staff and the paradigm must change. We compete with other high-tech, more glamorous industries 
but here you can make an impact, he said. I hate the word sexy, as other employers often refer to regarding their employment. This is about creating value and benefits. We need to use the vehicles of the new generation to convey the message to attract the next generation. Brandon Sullivan said that, quote, if you wish to attract a new generation, they know what e-commerce is, and we need to attract them by explaining that we do not need them just to pick up boxes. There's a skill shortage and we need to play some catch-up, end quote. Now, Courtney Robinson echoed, implying that the challenge is also explaining innovation and automation can help work from remote, providing the innovation environment and the benefits that other industries have will be fundamental, said. There was then a long, informative, and at times challenging Q&A. Galo Molina, treasurer of Fiat, asked, what do you think of liners into the air cargo sector? Glenn Hughes replied that he was pleased to see this, as this is a great endorsement for air cargo. Air cargo will be a lifeline for African countries now. But Glenn also contended that if new entrants wish to bypass the forwarder, that would be, be a mistake. The role of the freight forwarder is still insufficiently understood. There's a phenomenal amount of global knowledge in the forwarding sector that cannot be improvised or duplicated, Glenn Hughes said. Brandon Sullivan observed that e-commerce will make us all better. We need to continually adapt and accepted that, quote, there are efficiency gains that cannot be achieved without freight forwarders, end quote. Courtney Robertson said that COO of a shipping line came to talk to ICAO and the call was on innovation. Quote, they are open to look at technology and make investments, he included. James Hookham sounded slightly more worried in saying, quote, These entities are buying entire parts of the supply chain, he said, and one should be careful to understand what part of these organizations one is dealing with. They do preferentially go after beneficial cargo. In making such investments, their interest is to reassure customers that they have alternatives in times of stress, end quote. In replying to Fiat's VP Paul Golan, Brandon Sullivan harbored a more technical subject on the use of freighters versus belly hold capacity in the future. With new, longer haul flights as planned using new aircraft, there may be no further space for cargo. That is why one should look to freighters. Brandon was adamant, saying, quote, ultra-long routes will not allow the return of air cargo into belly hold, end quote. This attracted a counter-argument from the floor. Quote, running freighter costs more than running belly hold. So are we looking at a longer period with higher prices? This question was picked by Glenn Hughes, who observed that it is still cost-effective if compared to today's maritime freight rates. Some capacity issues will be resolved by aircraft that would not be used for some time on the passenger side, e.g. 777. A 50-50 share will probably not come back, and maybe it will 
settle on 6040 was the Tiaka SG's conclusion. Brandon Sullivan warned that operating freighters is not a short-term investment. Investors are looking well beyond the 2025 recovery line. And Glenn Hughes echoed, quote, airlines have learned to diversify their portfolio through pandemic, and that will include good cargo products, end quote. As we shall see in short while, the topic was resurrected by one of the prepared questions proposed to the participants. Just after registering the confirmation from all participants that capacity is still the main concern, Brandon Sullivan admitted that access to regular capacity is indeed an area of concern. During the continued discussion, capacity and the use of which equipment would satisfy tomorrow's demand, Glenn Hughes argued that the poll reflects a more important role for the freighter in the future, end quote. James Hookham warned that, quote, some of the new markets will not be served in the same way as they were in the past. There will be more shuttle service. This will place more importance on the visibility of performance and KPIs. Quality features such as cargo trackers will justify some premium choices in this case, end quote. Flying Talkers podcast brought to you today by your friends at PayCargo, the better way to pay and to save time and money. You see, PayCargo has a better idea. By simplifying the payment process to more than 3,000 vendors, cargo moves faster. PayCargo saves you time and money by expediting important data and funds to ensure rapid release of your cargo. Maybe best of all, you get the time to build your business assured that the Pay Cargo team is with you, providing trackable, tangible results every step of the way. So why wonder why most shipments in the Pay Cargo system get released in as little as one hour? Go to www.paycargo.com and explore a whole new way to pay and get paid. PayCargo offers flexible payment options and also available credit lines. And as the number one online platform in the world for cargo payments, www.paycargo.com can offer you a level of service, financial expertise, and connectivity that makes it easy to ship, click, and pay. So go to www.paycargo.com and get the rest of the story. Discover how PayCargo simplifies a better way to pay and get paid. And tell them Flying Talkers sent you. That's www.paycargo.com. Great people to do business with. As the audience reaction continued, one of the USA participants raised the issue of inadequate service received from cargo handlers, even when the airlines offer good service. This was spot on, 
according to Tiaka, but ground handlers are faced with challenges in staffing. The industry moves boxes of high value and investments need to be made. Financial investments must accommodate environmental obligations, and this is why cost effectiveness is at stake. The shippers urge the need to address these issues before they become critical, as they have been in waterborne shipping. Florent Noblet from TLF France asked what kind of fuel mix we shall have to look for in the future, considering we shall not have fuel for everybody. Glenn Hughes replied that sustainable fuel will have to go up to 65% capacity, and many countries, UK, Singapore, Germany, France, etc., are investing but we need to find solutions that do not pit speed against sustainability. If we look at the electrification happening on the roads now, there's much to learn. VP Mark Bilbao, Canada, asked what area of change should come first for traditional forwarders to invest in and received Glenn Hughes' response, the freight forwarder community has a long service history. Just listening to Jean-Claude Dellen opening up new SC routes in Africa was phenomenal. There will be an increasing role to work with producers and manufacturers to open up new markets to them. When it comes to technology, Glenn teasingly suggested, quote, replace the IT employees with 10-year-olds. The young go straight to the point and get it done. Technology needs those who can run it. Let them do it, end quote, he said. Brandon Sullivan warned there's still room for improvement, e.g. the lithium batteries issue. Building trust is the principal function of the freight forwarder. Also mentioning digital connectivity with open standard and showcasing the efficiency that freight forwarders are bringing to their partners. Courtney Robinson suggested that the challenge lies in safety and e-commerce, e.g. lithium batteries. He also mentioned that national trade facilitation committees need to see forwarders represented at their meetings. James Hookham urged freight forwarders to engage with the right language. What shippers are looking for is a troubleshooter. So introduce yourself as a troubleshooter, and that will be a strength in your introduction. End quote. That's from Mr. Hookham. The discussion continued on digitization and sustainability. Brandon Sullivan disposed of the ontology concept, suggesting we are not talking in general. We are talking of NPIs organized to be intuitive and work practically. We talk about IATA's one record, and we use cases. Glenn added that the picture is more accessible. Let's not be shy to commend work well done, such as ICAOs on free standards and others such as W3C standards, a very useful instrument. Well, the last half hour was devoted to PLACI, that's P-L-A-C-I mentioned earlier, which is being mandated in the EU in just a few months. Admittedly, Cargo Imp will not work and operators need at least XML connectivity. IATA is trying to ensure uniform standards, but quote, there's still a lot of work to do. This is, in fact, a call to action, end quote, concluded Brandon Sullivan. But in reply to a straight question, he confirmed that IATA manual will come at a charge. Nicolette Vanderjaak-Klikot announced a survey on their preparedness and announced a workshop on July 6th on the issue, inviting everyone to join them in Brussels. Hold that date. 
Rounding up the meeting on sustainability, Glenn Hughes gave the Tiaka perspective, quote, not only the environment, but a wider look at sustainability, people, planet, prosperity. Tiaka launched a new product called Blue Sky, a program began in March to make self-assessment in terms of sustainability. Brandon Sullivan confirmed that sustainable is the only way to grow and, quote, we are pleased to see big forwarders looking at buying greener flying power. End quote. Okay. James Hookham warmed of the increasing pressure on freight users. Quote, air freight starts to get bad scores again, so we have limited time to clean the sheet. Eventually, the recognition of demonstrable progress will be the convincing argument. Close quote. The chair's closing summary concluded a debate that left some of the participants breathless for its intensity and depth of concepts. That you got to look at, look it up, you can find it. It was just pretty damn strong. Congratulations to FIATA. To my mind, an organization that resonates with value for its own members and for those who are invited to participate. Let me stop this long report at this point Fiat's own words, which provided in the summary received by its members that we were authorized to quote. An important takeaway from the sessions was freight forwarders, if agile and flexible, are here to stay. As any asset owner who thinks they can replicate the entire global knowledge bank of a forwarder spanning worldwide logistics options, customs regulations, and cost-effectiveness is setting themselves up for failure. The importance of highlighting the value of air cargo and the role of the freight forwarder was a recurring topic during the discussions. To the question of what key priorities for freight forwarders should be, the speakers noted the need for continued focus on safety, security, digital connectivity, e-commerce, and showcasing that freight forwarders are the troubleshooters in the supply chain. That's a direct quote from the uh, FIATA closing comments. I also want to add, I can't remember top people, top dreamers, doers, thinkers, conceptualizers being on a stage or a public gathering with freight forwarders this kind of a powerful session. It's one of the great powerful sessions that I've experienced in my time. So I hope this serves moving forward. I'm sure it will. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time. This is Jeffrey Aaron wishing you pleasant dreams and good night, Joe, wherever you are. Good, Lou.